Like that's what happens when people do drugs. They, uh-huh. they, they that's do a good, stuff they, good they, move. <laughs> they do stuff that they don't know why they're doing it. Yeah. And so like but anyway, and then once once like and they like, cry a numb. lot. <laughs> Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should, and you probably are, and uh, that's why we like you. Uh, on this week's episode, we are having a long-time pick-two Tuesday that has yet to be champion, and we pulled an executive decision, and we're drinking, well, Cole will tell you what we're drinking a little bit later, but we're both super excited because we've both been pulling for this one for a little while. A um, couple things about this episode. First of all, hit us up on Instagram. Love to talk to you. Love to interact with you. And if you like what you hear, if you're on episode five and you're like, gosh, darn it, I like these guys. I am a fan. I've made it through four episodes and they are so much fun to listen to because I feel like I'm hanging out with friends. Hit us up on patreon.com slash chill filtered. Uh, but the big thing is the community. And right now, Cole and I are doing something a little bit different. We are actually using something we learned from our community here. We're on a new platform right now. We're hoping to utilize for some of our uh, drink-along whiskey episodes, and uh, it's pretty sweet. So if there's a little bit of weirdness here, it's just a new platform. Bear with us. But we got this from uh, The Grease and the podcast, and we when we recorded with The Grease, which was out probably last week. Am I right, Cole? This is going to come after... Yes, that should be the case. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this so last week that episode came out, kind of was like this is kind of the platform to go to. Uh, so this week we're recording; it's a little bit out of order here. So this is actually going to be two weeks earlier than it airs. Mm. So it's a little old. But Cole and I were just texting, and we were like, you know what? We got to record therapy. Yeah, we need a therapy session. We we need some time to drink with some friends. So anyway, thanks for joining us, friends. Hope you enjoy the episode. Uh, that's enough of me rambling. Cole, therapy time, man. How you doing? I've been good. I, I thought about that a little bit before we recorded, thinking, what's new in my life? <laughs> um, I'm on a diet. That's one thing. Um, okay. I, I, good. Thanks, man. Yeah, I made what's a high score. The video now, we can see. Yeah, for sure. And you can tell me I look nice. You know what um, looks better than you? Cole, you know what looks better than you? Uh, all of your kids. Well, yeah, but in the screen right now, what looks better than you is the fact that your bed's made behind that was, you. That was very intentional. Um, <laughs> Heather was but like, I you can, better make the bed. I, But I can also tell that you were laying on the one side doing research before we got on. No, close. No? I guess I just didn't prop up the pillow when I made the bed. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, but... Uh, this is not my typical room that we're going to record in. This is the bedroom. This is the master bedroom. Uh, but I usually record in the guest bedroom. But uh, my sister, Amanda, will be in town this next week, which should be fun. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Two weeks ago, my sister, Kate, was in town. And uh, we had a blast with her. We had a really good time. So I'm hoping the same for Amanda. And yeah, so life's cool. The diet's good. You know, it's funny. I actually, the, the story of the diet is interesting because I was like, I made a high score at the doctor's office the other day on the scale. And I was like, I don't want to be that high. And uh, and I'm not like, it's not like nothing crazy. I haven't even broken 200 even that close to it. But for me, as a 6'3 man, I like to be a, a solid 175 or so. Oh, man. Um, and so um, I... Decide, I was like thinking about it for a while. Like, I really go on a diet. I really should go on a diet. 
And then my my coworkers like, hey, if you want to go on a diet, I'm trying to do a diet too. And I want someone to hold me accountable. So I'm going to, I started with my other two friends to do, if you, uh, like if you don't lose a pound and a half a week and keep that trajectory, not even like one week you miss and then you pound and a half later. No, it's like every week you should be uh, 1.5 pounds less. Um, and if you don't meet that, that, trajectory then you owe the other guy every week 25 bucks so i'm like i can get behind that and uh, and that's like a healthy amount like like 1.5 pounds a week yeah i love to gamble i love to lose money as you saw in vegas (laughs) and uh, very quickly um and yeah so i feel like that motivated me i got on a shout out to weight watchers which sounds like a woman's diet which is not a bad thing uh to be a woman's diet Oh, um, man. because uh they nailed it and basically it's like it's like points for those who don't know you just have points for certain foods <laughs> and you should keep them out a certain amount of points a day um but that's been working for me this week and uh, and i haven't weighed myself yet but the weigh-ins on monday and i'm really hoping i'm like at least one and a half to two pounds lighter i had a beer today and i was like whoa so <laughs> beer is like five points <laughs> oh boy yeah so but i've been doing really well and uh we'll see we'll see when i hop on the scale if i hate this diet or i like it so yeah that's kind of in my week but i must say that i do miss recording it has felt weird not recording for like two or three weeks it feels like uh with you especially um yeah it's been yeah, the one episode we did with the Grease was like a blast, but it didn't feel like the typical episode. It wasn't our so, typical. Yeah, it was different. It was yeah. it was good, but it was different. Oh yeah, I loved it. We had a blast the whole time. Um, but yeah, I, I just miss like, and I miss like our listeners. Like, I I really miss like it sounds funny. I miss our listeners, even though they're not a part of these podcast recordings and. Um, but I miss like interacting with them ever after every week and being like, and even though we have done that, we've had episodes every week. I kind of miss talking about like, you know, what we're drinking today and uh, mm-hmm. what, what it looked like. I don't know. There's just a lot of miss. And I was so grateful to just that you were on the same board of like, we should just record. Let's just, let's just record one. Um, so, and I'm looking yeah. forward to even some, uh, what was you choose is coming up and two pick Tuesdays, uh, which we've left behind for a while, having all oh these gosh. pre-recorded episodes. Oh so. geez. You know, yeah. here's the thing we are mm-hmm. like, it's funny. Cause so when, when you're drinking whiskey, everything sounds like a good idea. Uh-huh. So we, we record on a Thursday and then the episode comes out on a Monday. And then by the next Wednesday, I'm like, Oh. What, what do we even talk about ah like so yeah, yeah. so i will say i've been lazy for sure uh on the what was season would you choose for sure but i guess i didn't like, even think that it was that because i figured we'd just do all of them the week we come back oh, oh. i didn't even consider that you were falling behind okay you well, have well, i no, was i was slacking and thinking i'm not doing nothing uh, so no, it's <laughs> No, it's been, but I will say it's, it's been nice in a sense to just kind of not think about that, Mm -hmm. but man, I do miss it. I do miss interacting and stuff. So, um, but yeah, so the other thing too is, so this episode we were going to record next week, Mm -hmm. but that's also my first day of school. And this is my first day back on contract today. And this school year's already kicking my butt. Like I don't really, those IEPs, man. Oh gosh. Well, the big thing is the tricky thing is so 
you know, even though COVID numbers are up, we're still kind of in that post COVID mm-hmm. reaction. So last year it was, people were like, okay, we're going to do online school or they did, they homeschooled and now they're starting to come back. And so uh-huh. I, I went into today thinking, okay, I've got five new students. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it was like, oh, no, no, no. You have nine new students. And so I had to call parents. So it's just oh, like, dang. Yeah. So it's one of the things where it's like things are exponentially kind of getting bigger on me. And like wow. on top of that, it's we, we're I, I'm a little short staffed right now. So we hey. could use our, our department. So we could use some more hire. So I'm like, there's some stress on me right now. And I'm just like, man, if we were recording next week on the first mm-hmm. day of school, I don't know if I could do it, man. I would be I, I might be crying. So today's mm-hmm. a good day to not be crying, be here. Um, it's been a stressful week though. Amara got her wisdom teeth out yesterday. That's crazy is, to me. I was yeah. 28 probably when I got my wisdom teeth out. Yeah. So she's definitely younger, but it's like her, her wisdom tooth was pushing up on her, one of her molars and it was yeah. really bugging her and hurting oh, her. That's, like, that's good to get it out. Yeah. So we did, we did a thing and it was so like we took her in yesterday and, uh, I was just kind of expecting, like, I had the camera ready, and I was like, okay, she's going to say something funny. It's going to be goofy. <laughs> Whoa, I'm, I'm high, and I've and never she was been an high angry before drunk. I'm a kid. Oh, no, it was it broke my heart because oh. she was like she was just quiet. There was tears coming down her eyes, oh. and like, I guess she dried tears, and uh, oh. she just looked at me, and I gave her a pen and pa- paper, and she just wrote down, why can't I talk? And, like, oh. and then I was like, I explained it to her, and then she wrote down, why am I crying? So it was very sad. Like, it just That's the saddest post-op uh, story I've ever heard. It, it broke my heart to see her hurting and not, and she was so confused. Like, And then she was like, why am I crying? I'm like, that's what happens when people do drugs. They, uh-huh. they, they that's a good, stuff they, good they, move. <laughs> they do stuff that they don't know why they're doing it. Yeah. And so like, but anyway, and then once, once like, and they like, cry a numb, lot. <laughs> once the numbness wore off and things uh-huh. kind of got back to normal for her, she was doing like, she's been awesome. So, yeah, but she's like, I'm like, Amari, how you feeling? She goes, good. I'm just tired of like milkshakes and popsicles. I just want oh. something. I want something crunchy and not sweet. <laughs> Sounds like, Lafroig whiskey. <laughs> well, it's funny. Lafroig's pretty that. sweet. Yeah, there's some sweetness. Yeah, yeah. It's, mm. well, it's not crunchy at all. It's crunchy in a peaty way. Ooh, you ever crunch down on some peat? Just pick some off of the bog and just. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. To be honest, that that'd be a killer, the killer vacation right there. It it could kill you. It's kind of the swamp, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, but anyway, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's about it. Yeah. Well, the, and that's then hard. one other thing with that, though, is like I was taking care of Amara and both twins go upstairs and hide in a corner and they're crying and so because I only you only love Amara. You don't love us anymore. So <laughs> it, was, it was a rough Because you don't day. give them milkshakes. Oh, they get all my time. And uh, so I was just like, this is what you get. This is what Amara has to get now. But anyway. yeah. So every time I think of Pete, I think of the scene from Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. where uh, Frodo is looking into the bog and he sees all the bodies and he starts reaching in and then he falls in, right? You know what I'm talking about? I think so. Is that when he puts <laughs> on the ring? I don't know. If, I don't think I, you really know, I saw all three of them when I was in middle school and couldn't tell you a thing about him. Middle school? I saw him when I was in college and the we had a... So like where my fraternity house was, it was like a half a block. Uh-huh. It was a movie theater. Nice. And 
the movie theater was ahead of its time in the sense where they didn't care if you brought your own drinks in and food nice. in. They were just like, whatever. It's like a college town. So uh-huh. you could do that. So anyway, that's where I saw the last two. You're talking um, about drinks or like drinks? What you like, honestly, you could, probably, you could bring in pretty much everything. So yeah. Yeah. That should be a what whiskey would you choose? What whiskey would you sneak into a movie theater? It's not a bad one. We're going to use that today. Don't don't tip your hat or show your cards on that one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Um, No, that's cool. And and I must say, being a dad is still awesome, personally. Um, uh, Beck is like smiling it up lately. And she will light up. Uh, when daddy or mommy are just playing with her and that is one of the best things about life right now like and and i'm sure that'll be the rest of my life be like that was one of the greatest moments of my life was when my little two-month-old daughter would look up with me and just have this big smile you know yeah one of the best it is great no kids are the best yeah kids are the best yeah Anything else you got before we get into a break slash history? I think we're good, man. I think I'm ready to go. uh, Let's go take a walk. Yeah, let's go for a quick walk. We'll be right back. And we're back. Good walk. Yeah. Oh man. Great walk. Robbie walked with his hat sideways, with his you know baseball cappy thing sideways. He was silly with it. I was cool. (laughs) You silly goose. (laughs) Anyway, uh, some quick notes to get to before I get into the history. We were provided. We haven't even said what we're drinking. We mentioned. We alluded. No, we alluded. Yeah. But uh, this sample uh, was sent to us by one of our favorite Patreon supporters. Uh, and that is Miles our, Ferguson. Oh yeah, I was gonna throw in there before. Okay, let's back it up. So go go back. Yeah, to yeah. one of this our is favorite, by one of our favorite Patreon supporters and our all time favorite turtleneck wearing daddyo. Darn right, <laughs> this is from Miles Ferguson. So thanks, Miles, for sending the sample, uh, currying it to us, uh, and we are stoked. We've been trying to drink this for a while, so. <laughs> And so thank you to his beautiful uh, wife, Patricia, who's so lucky to be married to Miles, who uh, sometimes listens in, but not the (laughs) not the most recent one. I don't know if you saw that, Robbie. I did. Yeah, I I love that. Yeah, Diggle Diggle out there. I loved it, though. Um, I I loved you loved the Diggle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Smelled like or tasted like nuts. Anyway. (laughs) Um. Let's let's talk about Lafroig Lore, which is what we're drinking today. Uh, this is only our second uh, Lafroig product on the podcast so far, and that's okay. really surprising to me. Uh, and it's been quite a while too. It's been since episode twenty-seven, where we did Lafroig fifteen, two uh, hundredth anniversary limited edition. And if I remember correctly, Adam hated it. Uh, yeah, but let's talk it was a scotch. Yeah, especially a peated scotch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But let's talk some history. Uh, first, let's talk about uh, Isla. And now Isla is the island off the west is an island off the western coast of Scotland. And I, I looked it up and it's only 239 square miles, uh, which is huh. only about if you were to put that as like a square, it would be a 15 mile by 15 mile square. 
just about. Wow. Uh, and that sounds pretty small, but I just looked up uh, that it's the same square mileage just about within like a few square miles of Chicago, like the like Chicago set or what do they call it? A uh, proper. Um, but Chicago has a population of 2.71 million. But Isla has a population of 3,200. So very big differences in how packed it is. But I assume similar in moisture content because Chicago was pretty swampy when they first settled there. Was it? Yeah, they used it as. I didn't know that. It started out as a like feedlots, and it was very, yeah, very like yucky. The more you know. Actually, I may be getting that confused with Manhattan or uh, Washington D.C. Yeah, very swampy. Washington uh, D.C. was apparently like I'm gonna, super I'm gonna swampy. Re- I'm going to retract my Chicago comments. Well, let's pretend in imagination world that oh, we, it was okay. super swampy. Gosh dang it! I just that's making me waste my imagination allowance for the week. Whatever. Fine. Oh, sorry. How much did you have left? That was You're like four. <laughs> I only had four. I had five points. <laughs> I'm on. Yeah. I'm on for imagination watchers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Anyway, it's a beautiful island, especially if you're into peat bogs and rocky shores. I I would honestly love to go there and check it out. Uh, There are a few distilleries there. There's Lafroig, there's Lagavulin, Port Ellen, uh, Brock Ludi, Brock Ludi, Brock Ludi. I was like, what is coming out of my mouth? Like, as I was saying it, too. Anyway, Brook Lottie, um, Bowmore, Coalila, and Ardbeg. But, but there are a few smaller ones starting up out of there now. But those are the big ones. I guess that would be the big seven. Um, and they're all peat smoking distilleries. Uh, they're all super cool peat smokers. Um, and now to remind our newer listeners... Uh, single malt scotch is 100% malted barley. And that's just one of the rules of single malt scotch. But this means uh, they moisten their barley grain with some water, uh, which basically makes the grain sprout as if it were growing. And that's called malting. And then they halt the malting process by heating the wet grain up before it grows too big. Uh, And then most heat their grain up with large scale ovens, kind of just big warehouse rooms that are just like they light a big fire on one end. Uh, but some use charcoal and some use peat, dried peat, and some use a little mixture of both. And cheap um, dunk. But, yeah, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. If you're into that kind of thing uh, or mesquite, you know, but yeah, that's peat. not in Scotland. They'll use that in uh, Tucson, no Arizona. Use your mesquite. Yeah. That's a good. I'm going to tell uh, Stephen uh, Paul that. Yeah. Oh, uh, Robbie is showing off his Del Bach, which is like a third empty now. Or should we I say two thirds, two thirds full? We had uh, we had some friends over. Oh, it's so good. My, my wife's cousin and a couple of her friends were coming through and they liked mm-hmm. whiskey and we enjoyed it. So we're considering uh, people that are questioning whether to be a Patreon supporter or not. We are considering doing um, their newest uh, distillers or what is it? Distillers cut. Distillers cut. Um, for uh, a few months from now for our drink along. So if you want to be a Patreon listener and you want to hop on in the next month or two, uh, that is a perk that very well might happen. It very well might not happen, but it very well might happen. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, we we are, uh, you know, wishy-washy on what we yeah. might or not do. 
Yeah, we may or may not do that. We, but we definitely I'm leaning towards it. Yeah. 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 We'll yeah. But anyway. Anyway. Um, so peat does not burn too clean. It smokes a ton, as opposed to charcoal, where the smoke's there, but it's not like a strong smoke. Uh, and that smoke coats the grain with phenols. And those phenols show up in the unaged whiskey and then the aged whiskey once they, they i mean every every part of the whiskey those phenols are there like it's just smells smoky taste smoky including uh you know the final product um now there's even a phenol scale of parts per million of smokiness uh the higher the ppm the parts per million uh, the more strong the smoke. For example, the Ardbeg Supernova that we had earlier on in the podcast mm-hmm. was like, I want to say it was like 105 ppm uh, or something like that. Uh, and that's really high on the range for sure. Um, Lafroig, But th- to uh-huh. be noted, that one is not as high as outer space because it never quite That's made. true. Because <laughs> I let everyone down. <laughs> if anyone ever wants to listen to the Ardbeg Supernova episode, it was pretty funny where I let Adam down oh, that I thought the let, whiskey was partially aged let, in space. You let all of us OGs down, man. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, so, yeah, like 105 is pretty high, but Lafroig is typically about 45 parts per million, uh, which is high, but also not too high. Uh, I believe Ardbeg is typically in the 55-ish range. Uh, but anyway, Lafroig was founded in 1815, so 205 years ago, uh, by Donald and Alexander Johnston. Uh, and it's been rocking since. And these days it's owned by Beam Centauri, which is kind of cool. Uh, they're very proud of their smoky heritage. And they even put out some commercials on YouTube sometimes. Uh, and they're they're really great commercials because there there's people giving their like 100% honest opinion of Lafroig. And not everyone is has a kind opinion of Lafroig. Uh, and I'll say this and, and check out those videos if you get. They're really funny actually. Someone's like, I, it feels like I'm drinking out of a sailor's uh, like smoking sailor's boot or something like that or like i put a cigar in my mouth or something like that like i like turned the cigar around and ate it uh, i'll say this though not everyone likes Lafroig. Uh, not everyone likes isla whiskeys uh, not everyone likes peated scotch or peated whiskey but uh, everybody but, hates chris yeah but everybody hates chris and but robbie and i do like peated scotch for the most part and uh, i would absolutely love like i said to go to isla and hit up some of those distilleries I think if I went though, I would I would definitely hit up Lafroig and I would definitely hit up Ardbeg. Ardbeg's got their committee stuff, which is so cool, but like Lafroig's got a lot of like you could tell everyone has a sense of humor there, which is appreciated. But let's talk about the bottle that we're drinking today. Lafroig lore. We haven't been? Yeah, exactly. We're gonna talk oh, about this, this bottle in particular. <laughs> yeah. Um this release started in 2016. And uh, it is a single malt scotch. So like I said, 100% malted barley in the mash. Uh, Peated, of course. Uh, They selected this whiskey from apparently five different types of barrels, uh, including ex-bourbon barrels, even 19th century style quarter casks, which I don't know what that... I think it's a size thing or something. I don't know. And then one of our favorite things, uh, large Oloroso, Oloroso sherry butts. And I like Ooh. I like the fact that on their website it's like not just sherry butts, large, large. sherry butts, <laughs> large sherry butts, and those drive me nuts. Drive me so nuts. 
Yeah. So uh, age between uh, some of their barrels were as low as seven years, but some of their barrels were as high as 21 years aged. And uh, and then it reminded me when I was writing this history that at one point I held in my hands a Lafroig 31, uh, mm. which is it was like so much money. Uh, but that, that like I wish I could have tasted Lafroig 31 because Isla's get so much better with age. Like, uh, I forget what was the one I had that was like killer. Uh, I don't know. But like, you know, as, as the age, <laughs> I get better. I mean, come on. I mean, it's just good. Anyway. Uh, darker color than most Islas. It, it, it's usually your Isla is um, kind of a pale yellow. Uh, this one's this one's almost it's cool. Almost it's like, a light bourbon. Exactly. I yeah, say it's almost a bourbon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, total wine price. Going. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, total wine price is uh, one twenty-five, uh, but I haven't seen any. So I don't know Damn. if they're out or in the, in seasons or anything like that. Um, from what I've seen, they're available. They're on the what's the word range? The Isla or the the Lafroig range, but I think they're released like maybe once a year or something like that. I might be wrong. Okay. I wasn't able to figure that one out. But let's uh crack these little sample bottles open we'll have a good time do the old twisty poo yeah the old twisty poo oh i'm looking right. forward to these so a quarter cask is that what yeah. it was yeah it's 19th century quarter, style quarter cask it's, it's a fourth of a butt i looked it okay up. i'm into that so is a half a butt a cheek <laughs> hey oh hey oh <laughs> either way sir mixlod don't want none hun um, <laughs> Oh, Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love big butts. Big sherry oh. butts, that is. Oh, my gosh, Cole. Look at these butts. <laughs> oh, man. This. Okay, so <clears throat> before I even take a sip, nose-wise, this is this is what you want out of an Isla Scotch. Mm. A nice peated Scotch. It is yeah. perfectly smoky. Uh, with a hint of like sweetness, like a yeah. like like a, a a light sweetness though. It's like a it's like a pear. So it's like you're getting that classic Scotch mm-hmm. pear and smoke. Yeah, I love pears. It is, ooh, it's you know I could sniff this all day long. This is yeah. Beautiful. This and it's 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 funny. It's almost like I, I can already picture the saltiness of it, like the brininess of it. Uh, and and I like to think I can get that on the nose, uh, but maybe it's just like I'm so used to like, smelling this kind of peat level and then getting like a okay. nice salty briny uh, palate. Uh, but I almost get a little bit of that like like brininess and like saltiness, which I love in Islas. And they say like it could just be that like the peat itself um like has picked up so much of the ocean spray, which is like salty water. And then, um, and then juice. that shows, yeah, exactly. Ocean spray cranberry juice from Wisconsin, or no, yeah, yeah, that's from Wisconsin. So it all comes together, you know. Oh man, the podcast was founded in Wisconsin. Uh, Lafroig was founded in 1815, mm-hmm. so it all kind of fits this, together. Yeah. This originally was also, if I remember right, it was we drink cranberry juice so you don't have to, yeah. mm-hmm. and UTIs are not worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. and um, cheese. And <laughs> do you remember me and uh, Adam would always have fights over old fashions and like what a uh, old fashioned is? 
Yeah, because he because uh, he was a sociopath and, and believed that it was brandy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've never had a brandy old fashioned. I need to do that though. I literally bought some. Um, literally, you did Corbels. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I hate when I say that. Uh, I actually bought some Corbels uh, American brandy uh just so i could like satisfy him and be like all right i'll try it out but i still have yet to open it which i will i'm not against it i just haven't gotten around to it cool it's not a whiskey can i tell you something about this whiskey uh-huh. speaking of which yeah this whiskey is literally so smooth so smooth literally <laughs> literally literally no just saying you, literally literally i so have you taken a sip yet not yet but i'm about to oh okay go for another sip this I haven't taken my second sip yet. The first sip, though, this is just a flavor bomb. Mm-hmm. What flavors are completely in there? I don't know yet, but it is full of uh, it's your scotchy peatiness. And it's got like a weird, but the peat on it is also, and I don't know if it's because I was drinking uh, Del Bacterado. I had a little Del Bacterado before this. It's, mm. it's a sweet, it's like, it's different. It's got a different mm-hmm. kind of smokiness to it. So I don't know. What are you thinking? Uh, this is incredible uh you're right this is a flavor bomb there's so much going on here and i did not expect it to be this complex uh first of all the first notes i got were uh were cigar tobacco uh Mm -hmm. and then it became it showed it was still pretty sweet from the beginning um but that tobacco turned into like a dense like brown sugariness potentially some chocolatiness and then it's got a nice uh, that briny saltiness is there but not as much as i thought it would be not a bad thing that it's not there Uh, i'm getting all these other notes but there's a little briny saltiness there as well which i dig oh man this was i i'm really looking forward to the second sip to be honest okay so i'm with you i'm not quite getting to that that sweetness factor you're getting it on not the brown sugar not the chocolateness Mm -hmm. i'm getting like a spiciness like a not a rye spice but like a peppery like a not ground black pepper like a peppercorn i'm like mm. a, like almost tabasco-y mm-hmm. but not like, there's a spice to it which is it's like really a kick really yeah mm. and, and and i oh man i don't I, I can't think of any other scotch especially where i might get that let alone any other whiskey but this is Oh, cool. Guess what? Mm-hmm. It's been a while, but we got a hub of what? This is. Yeah. No, this is definitely hub of what? Amazing. Mm-hmm. Su- like, not surprisingly good. This is even better than I thought it would amazing. be. Amazing. It is like, mm-hmm. like, I expected it to be good, but this mm-hmm. is blowing my mind, even from my, like, high expectations I'm with you. on it. So, and um, I, at this point in my life, this would complement a cigar so well. Uh, like potentially the best cigar compliment scotch at least that i could imagine i'm gonna disagree because this mm-hmm. needs no cigar it is tobacco oh, right, smoky yeah. by itself mm-hmm. but no i see what you're saying no absolutely. yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. yeah this is good oh real good so good i'm trying to oh. um I'm trying to pick out some other notes but the sweetness is really there at the finish which i really like uh, there's nothing about this so far that I do not like. It is, it's even different than your typical Lafroy. Your typical Lafroy can some, especially like Lafroy Ten. Um, I, I'll tell people I'm not a huge Lafroy Ten guy. I can appreciate it, excuse me. Um, but 
sometimes I feel like Lefroy 10 is peaty for the sake of peatiness. And this is like developed. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, there's, there's a lot the, going on here. Exactly. The peat is there. Like mm-hmm. if you, if you're like a peaty scotch, this is it. Mm-hmm. But then, Oh, for sure. It's, it's, it's a multiple trick pony, right? Yeah. Like it's, mm-hmm. that's, it's just not, it's just not peaty. And then a scotch it's, excuse me, a peaty and a scotch. Peaty scotch. Whoa. That should be the tagline. The Freud lore. Peaty scotch. Peaty scotch. Scotchy Sounds peat. like, uh, sounds like that one friend in, in elementary school. that's like Peaty scotch. Oh, you had a friend named Peaty scotch. I knew a guy named Peaty. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, he went by Petey. Petey. I want to say his last name was like Aronis or something like that. Wasn't the bird on Dumb and Dumber named Petey? Pretty bird. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, all I know when, is when you said pretty. pretty bird. Yeah, maybe it went dyslexic on my hearing. That I was like Petey, pretty Petey yeah, bird. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's when I think of, it, yeah. when I think of Pete, though, you you probably have no idea. Pete Wentz. No, no, uh, not Pete. What's the Pete from uh, Fallout Boy? Pete Wentz. Yeah, Pete Wentz. What's the quarterback from the Eagles? Wentz. Uh, Carson Wentz. Carson. Okay, I got them confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, when I think Pete, I think of the Adventures of Pete and Pete. You ever watch that? No. Was that like Nickelodeon or something? Yes, Nickelodeon. So good. Ah, didn't have cable growing up. Remember? Okay, so if, well, <laughs> I, I do. That's why I said you probably don't remember this. But yeah. that show was so freaking good. And I can't remember who directed it and what connections they had, but they had like bands on, like REM was on it. Really? Pop was on it. Ooh. And uh, it was great. It was a great show. And if you haven't watched The Adventures of Pete and Pete and you're an old man like me, check them out. That's pretty cool for a Nickelodeon show. Dude, it was really cool. I remember thinking it was the coolest thing ever. I love that show. I want to look up later all the guests on that show. There's probably there's a lot. I That's watched cool. a documentary a couple um, a couple a couple months back actually about the Nickelodeon in general, and they covered really? it. And I was like, it brought back a lot of memories. Yeah, I was kind of raised on Nickelodeon. They used to be huge. Nickelodeon was like the poor man's Disney because used to have like yeah. a Disney subscription on the cable box, mm-hmm. and we didn't. We were the poor man, so we just had regular cable, which was. Anyway, so a couple drops <laughs> of water. You're like, wow, must be nice to have regular cable growing up. Yeah, As was... you're like, poor man's cable. Well, I think I think my parents bought a cable subscription instead of a basic. They felt bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> I was a latchkey kid. Yeah. Yeah. You had parents with uh, late night shifts and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I added water. Yeah. And uh, giving it the old spin J, but. Um, same kind of nose. It's 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 actually really pleasant nose. Uh, yeah, the smoke is there, but it's not dominant. Uh, there's a sweet a sweet note, maybe even like pears or even rose or not roasted. Uh, uh yes, yes, no. I, that's I was thinking rose. Oh like yeah, a ro- like a rose water. Oh cool. Well, kind I was thing. thinking like the word roasted, but I meant to say dried. Oh. But yeah, roasted roses. Uh, but <laughs> I can get behind rose. Wait. I'd be like, yeah, a there's a floral note here, like, like kind of a, yeah. There's actually a really strong floral note, which is a great call. Man, 
Cole, I would have looked so cool there. We would look so cool if you wouldn't have been like, no, I was going to say roasted. <laughs> I'll we cut it out later. <laughs> <laughs> Arby's. I loved that. I loved that from that, uh, what was it, the um, uh, Tickle episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> you ever go to I... Carl's Jr. Cole? <laughs> yeah, I love their ham and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> uh so wait i forget what does carl's do you even do it's, they do hamburgers man really yeah it's just like everyone else yeah but they do they copy everyone else is i think okay they kind of do like in and outs uh double double and then do like okay a whopper thing and a mcdonald's thing but i hadn't gone to jack in the box until i was in college and uh, and I was like, is Jack of the Box any good? Can we go there and I can find out? And they're like, Cole, remember when all those fast food restaurants were like, hey, we should get more healthy and offer healthier options? Jack of the Box was like, screw that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I found that Jack of the Box, which is oh, another man. one that does burgers and all that crap. And, we, and you've mentioned that and we've talked about that. And uh, Bryce, uh-huh. do something with the Jumbo Jack and tacos oh that's right what was it called oh um yeah bryce is gonna hit us up and we'll know and then i'll just go to jack in the box and try it well that sounds like all your points for the day cole that's true (laughs) i hate diets dang it (laughs) oh this is gonna be hard now that you bring up fast food and like i'm like yeah just hit that up tomorrow and then it never and then it lets me down so bad. I haven't sipped it with water. What do you think? Um, not as good. Still mm. good. Mm. Um, how did I forget looking up the proof? Can you check that for me? Are you on your interwebs? Yeah, well, yeah I can do it. Um, so it is. Whoa, <sighs> seaweed. I'm getting a little seaweed. Oh, okay. I think you keep talking. You want me to look this? Yeah. Up? Mm-hmm. Um, more oceany, briny notes with a little bit of water. It's not as good. It's kind of um. It I like the the sharpness of flavor that I got from the neat pour. It kind of feels watered down and kind of like ah, uh, what's the what's the note I'm trying to think of? Like um, it's it's like too sweet almost. I you liked got, it you, when it was you, sharper. I don't know. There's a sweetness to it that's not enjoyable as enjoyable. I I would say much better is the so, um, neat pour. I would say neat pour is better. Um, I'm not quite getting that sweetness you're getting. It to me, it's a little less sweet, little less robust. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's 48. percent So okay, yeah. So 96. Um, yeah. Um. So, but water's it was good, not bad. Mm-hmm. I think. But I mean, neat wise, you're looking at a flavor, like we said, flavor bomb. Like there's so yeah, much yeah. going on there. And the water just muted it out. So yeah, I'm still getting tobacco y cigar e notes. Absolutely. Um, yep. But it's like overwhelmed in a weird way by like dried plums almost. Oop, missed my cup. Nice. But I like the ting. Yeah. Ooh, ting ting. Little ting tang, walla walla bing bang. So um, my bus driver uh, tried to drop the cube, hit the house, backed it up, then dropped the cube. So. <laughs> the word of the day is baller. Baller. Oh, it didn't ting as much. 
this ice be Ooh, bothering. I like your Waterford glasses. Oh, yeah. I'm a crafty Ooh, I man. I got a story. So my grandma on my mom's side, she is... Celebrates free. the 15 days of Christmas. Yes, she does. Because, she... <laughs> because her daughter was born on the 15th of December. I don't know why I thought that. I don't know. Um, but uh, it was... Um, the oh, anyway so my mom so she in a way she, when you're in your 90s you start liquidating things um for the most part at least my grandma does and my mom's like hey do you have any um uh waterford glasses because because she had a big collection and she's like i don't have many left i've given away a lot but i do have these whiskey glasses uh and and my mom was like can can cole have them he loves waterford and she's like yeah go for it but just let him know they're whiskey glasses <laughs> and so my mom hits me up and she she didn't have a picture or anything. But when she visited a few weeks ago, she's like, I finally was able to grab them. And she brings them in and they they're not whiskey glasses. They're more like um, they're like between uh, old fashioned glass and like a highball, but like skinnier, but not as tall as a highball. But they're okay. the exact same mid-ball. style. Midball. Yeah. Midball glass. <laughs> and um and they're the exact same style as my other glass. They match perfectly. So it's kind of cool. I was like really stoked to get more Waterford, but also a perfect match to the ones I already had. So awesome. So you found a couple more to match your mid balls. Yep. Mid ball match. Yep. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So, so I am giving the old spin J with ice. What have you sniffed it yet? So on the nose with the ice, it's, uh, it's mm. definitely, it's it muted. I think the smokiness is there, but barely. Um, it's yeah, it's definitely muted for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, took my sip. I you know, neat is the way to go with this. Neat is yeah. hub of what status, blowing your mind a little bit. But with the ice, I'm getting like a real strong light fruitiness, like a pear mm-hmm. almost, like a very like a pear juice. Like mm-hmm. I've, in the past, I talked about how much I love Welch's white grape juice. This is like Welch's white pear juice it's why like isn't that... pear juice a thing i don't know it should be pears are great they, they spend too much time having to strain out the grittiness probably maybe that's it uh although there is pear cider i've had a few good pear cider like hard ciders well i thought you were gonna say a pear of cider i had like... a pear of cider inside me <laughs> pear of cider i barely know her oh speaking of which I thought, um, <laughs> so I thought of that phrase this week and, and I thought how many men have the opportunity to introduce, introduce their wives as Heather almost killed her or <laughs> like darn well near killed, yeah, darn near killed her. <laughs> so I thought about that today. I was like, I'm a fortunate man to be so dad jokey or have that potential. Um, have you met my wife? Yeah. Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chelsea here too. <laughs> Chelsea, <Wait>, what? <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea here. Chelsea touch. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Chelsea taste. Five, Chelsea sound. It's the five senses. No, six senses. Chelsea here. See sight. See here. Taste. taste. Touch. Smell. So Chelsea touch. <laughs> I. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> what'd you say about my wife? <laughs> anyway i basically just told i just said heather what was it again 
darn near, darn near killed her. Oh, my mic! I moved my mic too many times. I'm losing it here. Luckily, I can still hear you just fine. All right. So, so what do you what do you get um, on the ice? Yeah. So on the nose, um, just sweet. Uh, there, you could tell it's an Isla, but like only because it's very slight smokiness. Um, on the palate, uh, it wasn't as pleasant. I don't think it goes like bitter or unenjoyable at all. No, hmm. no, not at all. I think with water, there was it. it you could have gone that direction, but didn't. But mm-hmm. but this was definitely meat meant for no. neat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely meant for a neat pour. Yeah, I don't, for sure. It wouldn't hub it a what me to be honest. If it were water or ice, but the neat I, pour is like hub it a what. It is for sure. I like the ice a lot, though. The ice is mm-hmm. it's refreshing. It's mm-hmm. there's nothing bad about it. It's got yeah. nice. The nice peatiness to it, and like again, like I said, it's like Welch's white pear juice. Mm-hmm. So it's delicious. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, you got a rating in mind? Yeah, I do. <laughs> you look sad. I'm trying to think about it. <laughs> um, you know, in terms of scotch, this is fantastic. And and mm-hmm. thanks again, Miles, for sending this over. Uh, I feel. I, you know, I really want to go back to the neat pour and just like enjoy it more, um, which I will. I still have a quarter or a half an ounce here. Um, but this is, I mean, the, the neat pour was like crazy good. And I feel like they oh nailed gosh. it with the proof and the, and the blend of all those barrels um, and all those butts. Um, Ooh. <laughs> and, but I, I want to say just a I'm going to go with a 9.08 here. Not yet a 9.1, but definitely over a 9. In terms of scotch, especially Isla scotch, this is intense. It is complex. It is... uh, I think intense is a really good word, actually, because it will hit you, and you'll be like, am I smoking a cigar right now? And you'll be like, no, my mouth is wet with whiskey. Uh, And that's kind of what I think, is like, it is a lot going on, but it's all pleasant especially the neat pour yeah i i gotta agree i'm gonna go a little bit higher and i probably should look at a list of my previous scotch scores but Mm. this one this might be my favorite scotch i've ever had i I got wow well what about like have you ever had a buna yes or like glendronic like 21 so what about uh so yamazaki 18 17 oh yeah yeah you got it right it's 18 okay <laughs> got it right this time. hey that's the first time in a while though yeah i was and i almost screwed it up yeah you did one <laughs> of us has to that's that's yeah. not isla right that's no that's japanese yeah it's so, japanese. yeah it's not even okay it's not even so scotch. This, yeah. i will say this is probably my favorite scotch i've ever had huh i like I would, that it is it, it's it hits the hub of what like it is a flavor bomb yeah. there's so much going on and i think yeah. that's the thing with scott sometimes with isla is like it can be peaty just to be peaty and that's kind of you it's hard to get through the peatiness, mm-hmm. right yeah this it's like the peat is there it's it's but, very very good level so yeah. much more going on mm-hmm. and like oh gosh it hits all the right like, yeah that's the thing is like yeah if i see this if i go out to a restaurant i see this I'm, I'm this I'm gonna have to get. That's like, a good there'd point. be very few whiskeys I would go for before this. It's so yeah. good. Um, th- did I say nine point five? 
I didn't hear you yet. I don't think okay, you said so I'm, yes. wow, I'm that's a big one. I'm going like 9.5. This is so delicious. Yeah, like, and I might pick up a bottle if I see one. You know, I will pick up a bottle if I see one of Laferg Lore. I would not know? pass it up. Yeah. I mean, if you, especially if got, 125. Yeah, if you've got the ability to buy it, if you got the income and your spouse's, if you have the means, I highly recommend picking one up. <laughs> What is that again? That's a uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. If you have the means, perfect. So anyway, it is so choice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's great. Uh, why don't we uh, send it to our one of our favorite segments of the show? Uh, why don't we send it to Whiskey World News? All right, it's time for a Whiskey World News, a part of the show where we read an article and we talk about it. We didn't write the article, we're just reading the article and we're talking about it. Did I say that already? I think I did. So you know the drill. Here we go. Whiskey World News. Uh, this one, and by the time this episode comes out, this is going to be old, old Whiskey World News, but for <laughs> right now it is Whiskey World News. And it's titled, Buffalo Trace Continues Massive Expansion to Increase Its Bourbon Supply. And this came out yesterday, August 19th, 2021. And it's written by our fifth favorite writer from the Whiskey Wash. Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, is it a girl? It's a girl. Uh, what is her name? Uh, Nichols or something like that? No. this th- th- You're thinking of our third favorite. Uh, this is Hannah Kinnick. Yeah, she's Kinnick. pretty cool. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, She's like she does fifth favorite great. Good journalist. Anyway, Buffalo to Trace Distillery recently said it's making strides on its 1.2 billion expansion Mm -hmm. that includes more barrel warehouses, the construction of an additional still, additional fermenters, and an expansion of the dry house, and more. That all being said, the Kentucky-based distillery says it will be a few years before the bourbon supply catches up with the demand. Mm -hmm. The bourbon category continues to grow at a rapid rate, and while we have been increasing production across our portfolio for the last several years, we are still catching up to consumer demand. Uh, said Sarah Saunders, Vice President of Marketing at Buffalo Trace Distillery, in a prepare statement. While we are producing and shipping a record amount of product, we understand the frustration from fans that our brands aren't easy to find or readily available. We take pride in the quality of our product above all else, and we believe that there's no substitute for aging. Unfortunately, this lengthens the, le- the lead time of getting products into consumer hands. The distillery made a headway on a number of projects, including a second stillhouse, located adjacent to Buffalo Trace's existing 1930s still house that will double the production capacity for the distillery with a duplicate still standing 40 feet tall. It's not a tall dickle. It's just a regular stand. Mm -hmm. And having the capacity of 60,000 gallons. That's a lot of gallons. Yeah. Yeah. Eight more fermenters were added and went online in January 2021, which joins the four new fermenters that were added in December of 2019 and brings the total number to to 24. The distillery is repurposing its warehouse B, the oldest aging barrel warehouse on the property. Wow. That's cool. It was built in 1884, but has sat empty for the past two decades after it was determined that it was not ideal for aging the quality whiskey Buffalo Trace requires with today's rigorous standards. Distillery said. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to skip down here a little bit and just kind of get the last quote here. We've made great strides in our expansion so far, but we have a long way to go in order to meet the needs of our fans at Master Distiller Harlan Wheaton. Harlan. Harden. We continue Harden. to take all the proper steps to ensure every barrel is of the highest quality as we increase supply. So that's that. Cole, any thoughts when you hear that? Yeah, it's funny. I was um, 
waiting in line this morning at a total wine, hoping that they had something allocated. Uh, and they didn't. I mean, they had like, I want to say it was like old Ezra bottled and bond or something, which wasn't like it is good. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't like something I'd wait for. Um, and so, you know, that's how it goes when you wait at total wine, hoping for something allocated. But on the way in, I was talking to a few people otherwise waiting in line. And we were just talking about things like Buffalo Trace Standard or Hancock's Reserve or, uh, you know, E.H. Taylor. All like. It is so rare to find a Buffalo Trace product on the shelf these days. Like like you might be able to even find ancient age, which is like low tier, like one of the lowest tiers. But like even that is becoming hard to find, which in a way stinks because you just like it's honestly my favorite distillery Um, and people know that. But I feel like, you know, it's it's rough when you can't find anything from one distillery. And uh, so I, uh, I I like that they're expanding. I like that they're upping it. But in my mind, I'm worried that the pace at which they're aging their whiskey is still at the pace at which the whiskey enthusiasts are growing. So to where I still might not be able in like six to 10 years where, you know, new Eagle <clears throat> Rare products or new Sazerac products or new Buffalo Trace like like whiskeys are coming out. Um, and I'm still not able to get them. So, but I'm glad they are because I have more of a shot now to get, you know, like new whiskeys from Buffalo Trace, but I'm worried that the demand will go up as well to where it's even hard. It may not even harder, but like, it's still really hard to find a bottle of Eagle Rare, you know? So that's my thoughts. What do you think? To <laughs> be honest, Cole kind of sound like you're reading dear john letter there mm-hmm. a john deere letter john you, you ever see the uh the far side comic where there's like a deer who's like reading a note and he's like what is it he's like you seem so sad what is it he's like i'm reading a john deere letter <laughs> well that was uh dumb and dumber too they're sitting in the, she left me a john deere letter <laughs> um That's you funny. sound sad cole no, I mean, we had a good, we had a great whiskey. We had a good time and now you're bringing it down. No, you know I mean, what? you know what I realized recently is that I am super grateful to have so many Buffalo Trace products on my shelf already. Some are, some have a, like an inch left. Some have a full bottle in there and I am grateful to have whatever I can from that distillery. Yeah. Well, I'm, I will, I'm writing the whiskey wash right now and telling Hannah Kinnick, Quit writing articles that make Cole sad about things that can make should make Cole happy. It's like that one episode where I wasn't sure if I was going <clears> to <throat> cancel my trip to Boise. You were sad. Yeah. I was really sad. Yeah, and I did well, cancel it, which I was like, okay. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> well, you know coronavirus. What? You know what, Cole? Should we move on here to what whiskey would you choose? Maybe we should. Plus, we're coming we up on an hour. So we're getting there. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week on what whiskey would you choose? We didn't have one because we're losers and we didn't post it. This <laughs> week on West, <laughs> what whiskey would you choose? Cole, do you have a what whiskey would you choose? I for do. Us? I thought you of this do? one uh, today. 
You did. Yeah, I thought of this one this episode. You did. Uh, and it's funny. Normally, we we like confer before the episode begins. Do you have a an idea of what whiskey would you choose? And we didn't do that today. But it's perfect nope. because during our episode, we figured out what's a great question for what whiskey would you choose. So this oh, week's what was on the edge of my seat. What could it be? Edge of your movie seat potentially. Hmm. Ooh. So the. <laughs> Why did we? Why did we even bring Hart up last uh, in the Dickle episode? Because I think you said "ooh" when I said Barracuda. Oh, that's great! And then, yeah. and then I thought I could tell, I could remember what her name was, and I couldn't. Two times in three episodes, we get Ann Wilson. Singing. Oh, nice job. Yeah. I think it was Ann Wilson, which is a very basic name. Anyway, mm-hmm. this week on what whiskey would you choose? Uh, what whiskey would you sneak into a movie theater? Let's consider it maybe in a flask or something like that, which is very easy when you get a nice hip flask or a, you know, one you can put in your in your cool jacket pocket or something like that. What whiskey would you sneak into a movie? Cool. I know mm-hmm. exactly what I'm going with here. Good, because I don't have any idea yet. Are you ready? Yeah, it's gonna blow your mind. Is it Platte Valley corn whiskey? No, it is not. Nice. It's not even a whiskey. It's Bush's Ooh. baked beans. <laughs> we we gotta. It's gotta be like where's Waldo? Where every episode we sneak in Bush's baked beans. Speaking of which, I had baked beans today uh, for lunch, yeah. and it didn't add up well on my Weight Watchers uh, points. Oh, but I, I met a guy at a uh, barbecue place, and I was like. Might as well get some baked beans. Beers, yeah. beans, Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. yeah. Cool got the three Bs and ran out of points. Boston okay. baked beans. Yeah. All right. So I, I do know what I'm going to go with. I'm okay. going to go with, and it's been a while since we did this. It used to come up a lot. And I'm going to go uh-huh. with it right now. I'm going to go with Old Granddad because that's bot- bottled and bond, right? Uh, it depends. Is it their one thirteen or is that their bottle and bond or 114 I'm, or there's one? I'm going bottle and bond because I can okay. find bottle and bond. 114 is OGD. hard to find. I can't quite get bottle or uh, 114 around here. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going old granddad, bottle and bond. What do you got to think about this? Because well, I, I want something, yeah, I, I want something cheaper. I want something mm-hmm. with a higher proof. Um, something that I'm going to get a Coke and just dump it in there and be good to go. That's what I'm gonna go with. That's Cole a good call. Thinking. And Cole is gonna want to I mean, be like, I'm gonna go E.H. Taylor cured oak. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, that's the question because there's a lot of factors that go into this kind of question. There is one, uh, you know, would I want to eat this with candy and coke, uh, or drink this with candy and coke? Okay, would I want to? <laughs> <laughs> would I want to uh, spend a lot of money on this one? And I think the answer is no for that. Uh, and the yes for the first question of candy and Coke. Uh, part of me is saying it shouldn't be the, the base level uh, whiskeys that I enjoy, like something like Old Forester 86 or like Buffalo Trace. Um, you know, those are those are ones that I wouldn't bring to a movie theater, but I want something like like a treat. Uh, but not too much okay. of a treat. Not nothing like you know George C. Stag or anything like that. Um, so somewhere in the middle. Um, if I were to like even look through my collection, I feel like 
I might even go Irish. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Irish. I'm just going to go Red Breast 12. Not even cast strength, Red Breast 12. Cheap, not too expensive. Goes well with anything. Um, and well, fan- Fancy Man says Red Breast 12 is cheap. Red Breast no, like, it's like 64 it's like, bucks. It might be. Yeah. It's not as but cheap, it's, but it is good. Yeah. It is very good. Yeah. And it is a but treat. Yeah, but it's not as expensive as 15 or, or Red Rose 12 cast strength. Yeah. Yeah, that's my thought. Is like It's okay. low-end Red Breast. But you're right. There's probably a better answer, but I'm going to actually stick with that for the cool. sake you of look, time. You look, like, you look like you're half asleep right now. I'm not half asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when uh, I texted you after the Grease episode and I like showed you a picture? I was like... Yeah, partly because did. I drank a lot of stag. You did drink a lot of stag. You and then like, partly because I was really tired, but I'm like, I'm so, going to bed. So you were like a half Russo. And like, so I've loosely followed the Bourbon Junkies Facebook uh-huh. group. Yeah. And there's this guy named, I can't remember his first name, but his last name is Russo. And he calls it a Russo pour. And he'll take a <laughs> Glen, he'll take, he takes a Glen Karen. And he fills, fills it, it up. Top. Oh my it. goodness. So it's like bubbling. Now I've never seen a video of him drinking. It like pops it, up. Yeah. But he calls it the Russo pour. And people get so like excited or pissed off at the guy. I think his name's Adam. <laughs> but they get funny. so pissed off at the guy, like, you don't even drink it. Or it's like, you're an alcoholic. Or like, <laughs> party on, dude. It's so funny. But Such split uh, you, uh reactions. You did a half Russo on the George T. Dude, stag. I did too. And it was like like I was like when I went to bed that night, I was like, uh-huh. Oh, so yeah, I'm not gonna say anything cool, but no, I don't wanna I don't wanna admit it. <laughs> I know you but don't. that was pretty darn close to the wedding in Pennsylvania that I went to. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so that it's it's time to call the episode, man. Yep. Um so yeah. Wait, you know, uh Oh, we we, we actually drink? can do a two pick Tuesday this week. We can because we're back to regular stuff after this. So I'm gonna pull up my list real quick and offer up at least one suggestion. Okay, we have new riff. I want to do a new riff. Okay, so we have a new riff, uh, single barrel. Or wait, no, no, let me double check that. We have a where is new? Oh, new riff single barrel bourbon, which is 104.7 proof in this case. So we'll put that up. Uh, okay. I'm gonna put up um, something, something uh, comparable. Why don't we put up um, Blue Note Ooh. Barrel Proof uh, uh, Barrel Pick that that um, Andrew Loudon sent us? Okay, are you sure you can get? You sure you can get the uh, courier? No, so I'm gonna take that back. Uh, I'm gonna say J. Henry and Sons Seven Year, their Patent Road Reserve. Perfect. Okay, I yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah, and then hopefully we'll get the uh, the Blue Note on soon. Yeah, yeah. Courier stuff's been tricky lately. So it's hard mm-hmm. to line that up. So yeah, he's he's a he's been going to the gym too often, and he kind of misses the pickup times. And and I tell him you're getting too swole, man. You're not. You're getting too prioritizing manly. your job. You're getting too <laughs> male, courier. Um, 
So yeah, that's what I told him, but he didn't listen. He just punched me in the face and he was, I healed yeah, from it later. Yeah. Well, you know, cool. I, I hope your face starts feeling better after all that. That's, that's I hope. Awful. I hope the courier's uh, uh, what is it? Testosterone drops soon, so he's not so um, aggressive. Um, mm. This is tricky. I should have thought about this more before I started <laughs> the hoping. I hope Cole that people will forgive us for maybe slacking and 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 welcoming us back with the open arms and i'm sorry and that's not quite hoping but most of all listeners i hope our lovely spirits lifted yours <laughs>